Father, we want to thank you for the giving of your word who came in a person whom we celebrated on Christmas. The word has become flesh. So therefore, today we open our hearts to you. We invite that words, that incarnated words may come and dwell in our lives and begin to make a shift in us that we may walk in your ways, that we may become the men and women that you have purpose and you desire for your own glory, for your own purpose. So we invite you to come to speak to us, Lord, through your words, by your Holy Spirit, bring deep conviction within our hearts that will be translated into action and decisions. Thank you, Lord. We, all, we seek only to hear from you and hear from you alone. We come in the mighty name of Jesus. We silence every voice that comes from the flesh, come from the world, come from the devil. In Jesus' name, we render all these voices silent. Lord, speak to us. We, your children, are listening. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Last week, I shared with us about covenanting the year. At the beginning of this new year of 2021, we want to look at the power of dedication. Now, covenant involves commitment. As we have been talking about it, dedication is part of covenantal commitment. Dedications, what does it mean? Dedication is setting apart for specific purposes, isn't it? Right? So you have dedicated certain things, you have set apart certain things for particular purposes. Sometimes in your household, in our household too, right? Certain pots are for certain things. That pot you're not, not supposed to use to cook certain things, right? Those are specific, specific purposes. So dedication is uh, setting apart for specific purposes. What is dedicated to God is holy. Holy simply means that set apart, right? Set apart, don't touch, huh? set apart is holy, okay? Set apart for God's purpose with, within the covenant we have with God. So in a nutshell, dedication is very much part of, a very important part of a covenant, covenantal commitment. But once, why, why is it that we need to focus on the, you know, covenantal commitment? Once we are, we are walking in covenantal commitment, we will be also coming under covenantal covering and benefits and blessing. Now that is the whole essence of our Christian life. That is the whole essence of why we come to Jesus. Why do we need to come to Jesus? Now what can be dedicated, right? Let me just uh, broadly categorize it in three different categories. First is uh, lives. Lives can be dedicated. Children and animals. All right. Let's look at Numbers chapter 8, verse uh, 17. All right. Lives, children, and animals can be dedicated. In, in Numbers 8, verse 17, and let us read together. Those of us who are online, uh, let us be part of this uh, uh, worship service. Let us be part of it. Let's read together. For all the firstborn among the children of Israel are mine, both men and beasts. On the day that I struck all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, I sanctified them to myself. Right? All the firstborn, men and beasts, uh, in a nutshell, belongs to the 
the Lord say that dedicate to me because that is a part of the uh, part of the expression of uh, covenantal commitment. Now, these dedication things, you know, you, you may find that, well, maybe it's just Christian. I can tell you that, you know, these things go way back, right? It is, it is being entrenched in our culture, whether we are aware of it or not. If you remember that, because I remember this because uh, just a couple of weeks ago, I think maybe about, yeah, a couple of weeks ago, maybe a little bit longer than that, I caught the glimpse of the latest, the newest, not the latest, the newest uh, Lion King. You know, Lion King when Simba was born. Wow. It was being held up. Simba was being dedicated. He was being held up. There was an applause. There was welcome. There was a dedication of Simba as king of the jungle. You know, so it is even in the secular world, in whatever culture, whatever uh, religious belief that we come from, dedication is something that is taken so seriously because it talks about it is part of worship. It is part about relating to whom we worship. Right? So dedication. Uh, firstborn among the children of Israel are mine. Even Jesus, when he was born, uh, we've been celebrating the birth of Jesus on Christmas Day. And uh, if you remember, that after Jesus was born, after he was uh, circumcised, and uh, when uh, when Mary has, has completed the time of uh, purification, it's like our confinement. Uh, uh, finished the time of purification, she brought Jesus to the temple to be presented. The scripture tells us that very specifically because God in the verse says that all the firstborn, the male child, the firstborn male who, op- the, the male who opened the, the wombs is mine. Is holy to me, say the Lord. So Jesus was dedicated to the Lord in the temple. And uh, it was so important that we, you know, the word of God needed to record it for our benefit now. To, for us to understand how important is dedication. The scripture specifically mentioned in Luke chapter 2. Why he was dedicated? Because he was the firstborn male to Mary and Joseph. Of course, he was conceived by the Holy Spirit. Now, second thing is the places. Places, what I mean is the physical things. Huh? Physical things that do apart from uh, children and uh, animals. Buildings like altars and articles of value, gold and silver, a vessel of gold and silver, you can find it in a lot of places in Old Testament uh, record. Now let's just look at uh, a couple of uh, references from Second Chronicles chapter two, verse four. It is about uh, King Solomon building the temple, the glorious temple, right, for for the Lord. In Second Chronicles chapter two, verse four, let's read together. Behold, I am about to build a house for the name of the Lord my God and dedicate it to Him for the burning of incense and sweet spices before Him and for the regular arrangement of the showbread and for burnt offerings morning and evening on the Sabbath and the new moons and the appointed feast of the Lord our God is ordained forever for Israel. Right? King Solomon has set his mind to build a temple 
for the Lord, built already for the name of the Lord, and then dedicated, dedicate to Him. It is a two different action, my dear friends. It is to build for the Lord. I'm doing this for the Lord. I need to also dedicate it to the Lord. Now we're going to look at that. Why is it so important? Now let's look at Second Corinthians chapter five, verse one to three. Let's read together. Thus, all the work that Solomon did for the house of the Lord was finished, and Solomon brought in the things that David his father had dedicated, and stored the silver, the gold, and all the vessels in the treasuries of the house of God. Then Solomon assembled the elders of Israel and all the heads of the tribes, the leaders of the fathers' houses for the people of Israel in Jerusalem, bring bring up the ark of the covenant of the Lord out of the city of David, which is Zion, and out the men of Israel assembled before the king at the feast that is in the seventh month. Now let's put a bit. Let me give a bit of a. Let me give a bit. I have a bit of perspective. Solomon took eleven years. It was in the eleventh year of Solomon's reign that he completed the temple, right?、Um, historian put it about about、uh, between September and October in that year. Now September, October that year, as we have talked about it last week, it is about the time of the、uh, the seventh month, right, of the biblical year or the ecclesiastical year. That is the actually the. The, the beginning of the head of the new year. It is at the head of the year as Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah started off with、uh, on the first and the second day of the seventh month, and then it went on to the day of atonement on the tenth day. On the fifteenth day onwards, it is seven to eight days, right, of celebration of feasting called the Feast of Tabernacle. Solomon did not dedicate the temple as soon as he completed it. But he waited for a year. In the twelve years, only then he dedicated the temple to the Lord. When in the seventh month, during what feast? The feast of Tabernacle. Now, it could be because that when he completed, he had too short a time to make preparation for that dedication. He wanted it to be grand. As you you can, can go back and read for the rest of the book, it is, is it was glorious, right? It was glorious. Now, but why waited until that day? Last week I shared with us about the head of the year, Rosh Hashanah, is the beginning of the new year. Now, when it comes to the Feast of Tabernacle, now what do the Jews look upon the Feast of Tabernacle? If Rosh Hashanah is the head of the year. The feast of Tabernacle is called the departing of the year. It's the time that they say to the year in the past, "Bye bye." Right? Interesting, ah.、Huh? They start the year first. They look at the year ahead. They begin to pronounce, declare, when it comes to fifteen days onwards. The fifteen days onwards, they they say to the year before that, "Bye bye." Called the departing of the year. So King Solomon's dedicated or consecrated the temple to the Lord at the departing of the year. As he what he says that the old has passed. I'm saying goodbye to the past. No more of the past. This is not only a new beginning, but I also say goodbye already to the past. You see, we have been 
talking about this in our power station, if we cannot say goodbye to the past, we will never begin the new. We can never begin the future. Sometimes we describe a person, hey, you are living in the past. Lah. Have, we, have we described somebody like that? Or have we ourselves sometimes has been described like that? You are still living in the past. You are still living in the 70s, in the 80s. You are still living in your woundings and your, and your hurts. You are still revisiting all those things that you cannot change. It, it is a historical fact. How long do you want to stay there? Huh? Have, we, have we ever talked to somebody like that? Or somebody maybe he may have talked to us like that. Maybe God is saying to us, how long do you want to stay there? Say goodbye, Lord. Bye-bye, Lord. Departing of the year, to say goodbye because we cannot go into the new. We cannot bring ourselves, as on Tuesday, on Power we cannot bring to ourselves, bring ourselves to the Lord, Minus certain things, no, everything, everything, every our everything that is in the past, even past year, even on the 31st of December before midnight, something has happened. Leave it. Say goodbye. Say goodbye. And say that this is the departing. Because without departing, you cannot enter. So buildings can be dedicated, article of values. Uh, uh, Solomon brought in those uh, um, silver and gold, all the things that the Dave, David, his father, has dedicated, has set apart. Remember, dedicated means setting apart for God's purposes. Right? Those are serious things, right? Those are very serious things. As you look at the, 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 uh, the scripture, those who treated, those people who treated this article of gold and silver with contempt, they got into deep trouble, right? When the people of Israel was in exile in the book of Daniel, we read that, you know, when all this article, this vessel that was set apart huh, for the temple of God, right? The Babylonian royalties and the king's sons begin to use it to defile it into India, use it as vessel huh, to, 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 to drink in their orgy parties and so on and so forth. What happened to... What happened to them? God's wrath came upon them. After so many years, after so many years, God remembers what you and I have dedicated. Wow. Remember that when the time that we were, you know, there's a stream and we can't we've always been renting places since the beginning of our church. We rented our first uh, premise in, uh, in Center Point, in Palm Square, those of us uh, who still remember who we should worship there. And the first Sunday, we have a wonderful, spectacular sea view, you know? We have the, the you know, the, the, uh, the, uh, the, the, the holy table here. We, we kind of make a mistake, right? not really make a mistake, maybe a bit uh, more, a bit deliberate. Right? In those days before, you have this Wawasan building, you know, Wawasan, uh, Warisan, uh, Warisan, right? Warisan, Warisan. Blasa Wawasan. Blasa Wawasan or Warisan? Wawasan. Okay, we, 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 think we, we got to come to agreement. <laughs> it's Blasa Wawasan. Okay, okay, Blasa Wawasan. Okay, uh, Blasa Wawasan. So Blasa Wawasan, before it came up, we, our premise 
behind 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 that uh, our our holy table, it is just a piece of glass looking out into the sea. So sometimes I and I and I and I share the word of God like where I'm standing. I look at all the church member, look at me so affix the eyes on me, you know, so admiring. I feel very good. Then I realized that they were not actually admiring my, my, uh, my preaching. They were admiring the view, the creation of God. Nonetheless, I'm still happy because they are admiring. They look, oh. Then they said, then sings my soul. Wow, I said, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. So that was, that was that. But that place we dedicated to the Lord. Right? We dedicated, we didn't consecrate it, huh? we didn't consecrate because it doesn't belong to us. We dedicate to set apart for worship. Okay? When, when we move, uh, the late Bishop Albert said, hey Kenneth, you got, to, you got to pray to return it for common use. You know, in the Anglican church, we have a specific set of prayers, a specific pup, uh, kind, of, uh, kind of service, specific set. A very simple one, a very simple one to do that, to return a dedicated place for common use. I still remember the late Bishop Albert Wound came, said, I'll, I'll come and do it. I said, come, 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 do it. Then after that, we have lunch. So, so, so he came and then he did that because it's very important because God remembers. Oh, God remembers what we dedicate because it is part of the covenantal commitment. And God takes commitment very seriously. And therefore, this morning, at the start of the year, as I share with us, as I, we have pronounced, as I announced Saikis, uh, these brothers have offered themselves to be ordained. You know, ordination is not something you can take lightly. Because these brothers are coming before God and all the servants of God who have ever made that declaration, that commitment before the church, and said, I so and so offer myself to serve in this capacity and I pledge my canonical con- uh, obedience as to the servant of God, to the anointed man of God, and so on and so forth. God remembers all those things all. Forever. Forever He will remember them. So let us not take it lightly. Right? When we dedicate certain things, uh, you know, we say that I dedicate this one to the Lord. Oh, yeah. You dedicate already, you cannot take back or no. Right? Cannot take back. Because, because what purpose have you dedicated this? You have dedicated this, this, uh, this piece of uh, whatever it is for the use of the Lord forever? Is it only for worship like desert stream? Because it doesn't belong to us. The building didn't belong to us, but we set it apart. We Sometimes we call it blessing and cleansing. Lah, huh? But it's more than that. It's a place of worship. And said, from this time forth, this place, Lord, it shall be set apart for the worship of you. Though it doesn't belong to me, but I have, we as the church of Desert Stream Anglican Church, has the legal right to use this place. We are the legal occupants of this place. And therefore, as a legal occupants, I enter into a covenant with God legally. Right. As far as this place is still used by us, it shall be set apart. Because the legal rights that I, I have, that we have as Anglican Church, our Anglican Church to use that premise in Palm Square was the rental agreement. Once the rental agreement is cancelled, our legal right to use that place ceased. And that is the time that we need to pray, Lord, 
it is no longer in our my disposal anymore. But I know that you remember. I know that you remember we dedicated this place, set apart this place for worship. Therefore, we pray to return it for common use. Right? Okay, now let's move on. Time. Thirdly, time can be dedicated. What do I mean? Where do we see example where time can be set apart? Huh? Time can be dedicated. Year of Jubilee example. Sabbath is another example. Okay, let's read Leviticus chapter 25, verse 10 and verse 12. Leviticus 20, uh, 25, verse 10. Let's read together. And you shall consecrate the 50th year and proclaim liberty throughout the land to all its inhabitants. It shall be a jubilee for you when each of you shall return to his property and each of you shall return to his clan. For it is a jubilee. It shall be holy to you. You may eat the produce of the field. Right? The Lord said you should consecrate. That means you should dedicate. You should set it apart. You should call it holy. The 50th year. This is one example. Okay, let's look at Exodus uh, chapter 16, verse 22 to verse 26. Let's read together. On the sixth day, they gathered twice as much bread, two almonds each. And when all the elders of the congregation came and told Moses, he said to them, This is what the Lord has commanded. Tomorrow is a day of solemn rest, a holy Sabbath to the Lord. Bake what you will bake and boil what you will boil. And all that is left over lay aside to be kept till the morning. So they laid aside till the morning. As Moses commanded them, and it did not sting, and there were no worms in it. Moses said, Eat it today, for today is a Sabbath to the Lord. Today you will not find it in the field. Sixth day you will gather it, but on the seventh day, which is the Sabbath, there will be none. There will be none. Okay, now, the, the, bigger, the bigger story is this, that God gave the people of Israel manna. The manna that is that descended upon the ground every morning, like dew, they came. And uh, they need to go and collect it before the sun becomes hot. Because when the sun comes up, when the sun's uh, at a particular height, a particular time of the day in the morning, all those will be melted away. So they collect, collect, collect. Every day they, 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 uh, they collect. See, people are people, we are very smart. Every morning, the same thing. Every morning, plentiful. Why you collect only for one day? You collect for a few days, lah. tomorrow no one to wake up so early. Correct not? Correct not? Correct not? Correct not? Okay. So they did that. They did exactly that. They collect it maybe Monday, Tuesday, or the first or second day or third day. They collect, I have tomorrow I want to sleep in. Lah. Collect more. Right? Collected more. Wake up in the morning. Ah, he said, okay, now I can sleep more. You see how, how, how smart I am? I, uh, am I? You know? They look at the manner that they collected the day before. All oh, stink of worms already. Ayah, I cannot eat up. So, Moses says, God will give you your daily bread. Right? Don't, don't worry. Gather, gather. Then, there's a problem. Sabbath day, on the seventh day. You're not supposed to work. So what do we do? Huh? Tomorrow cannot work all. Today cannot collect more. What do we do? So this is, what, this is what happened. This is what the Lord has commanded. Tomorrow is a day of solemn rest. A holy Sabbath to the Lord. Bake what you will bake and boil what you will boil and all that is left over lay aside to keep till the morning. Because tomorrow is a holy Sabbath unto the Lord. 
a day that God said, dedicate to me, consecrate it to me, set it apart to focus on me. Don't worry about, don't worry about getting up in the morning, early morning and eat the manna. But you see, manna is manna. In our scientific, rational, 21st century Christian's mind, you wrote on Monday, you wrote on Tuesday, you collect Tuesday, wrote on Wednesday, Wednesday collect, Thursday wrote. What guarantee do you have? Hey, think about it. Huh? Saturday you collect, Sunday you will not wrote. This is what happened. What does it tell us? It tells us that the power of dedication, the power of consecration, the power of covenant, what we dedicate, what we consecrate, God will protect. Does it make sense? Even the, the manner does not sting. Scientifically, you tell me, how does it work? No preservative added. Hey, this one, like advertisement for manna. No preservative added. All original taste. How come it didn't stink? Because it was protected by their friends. It is a miracle. Every seventh day, they look, wow, miracle. We are eating miracle. This one we collect on Wednesday, stink on Tuesday. You collect on Thursday, on the fourth day, they don't have Thursday. So collect on, on, on the fourth day, stink, go bad on the fifth day. But yesterday, what we collect on the sixth day, today we eat fresh. When the day, when the time is consecrated to the Lord, my dear friends, you can expect God's in, invasion into your realm, my realm. That makes totally no sense scientifically, rationally, but it makes perfect sense within the covenant, the context of covenant with God. Mind you, this is recorded in what? Exodus 16. Before or after the giving of Ten Commandments? Before the giving of Ten Commandments. It is not just a law. God is asking us, you must keep Sabbath there. You must keep up. Wow, you don't keep up. Why are you doing? The Lord is saying that I have a covenant with you, my dear children. And this is what I want you to taste the miracle of a covenant. It is even before the giving of the Ten Commandments. Whatever we dedicate in promise, we bind ourselves in a covenantal relationship. When we dedicate, our lives. We bind ourselves in the covenantal relationship. My dear friends, in the context of ordination that we have talked about, you know, after the person has been ordained in the eyes in the church of God, the person is, the ordination is for life. For an ordained pastor to operate, for me to operate as, the, uh, as a priest, as uh, in charge of a senior pastor, in uh, Desert Streaming Anglican Church, I need a license from the bishop. Now that is, that is order. But what about my faith, my calling? After, there will be one day that I will not be the, you know, the priest in charge of Desert Streaming Anglican Church anymore. 
there will be one day I will, I will, I will move away. I will retire. Now, does it mean that I will stop being a reverend? Does it mean that I will be unreverend? No, it does not. Because when we look at the person, I'm the chairman of the vocation, doesn't vocation uh, board. I take this very seriously. We, we, we take the person for ordination through very seriously. Comes what may, which you still say, don't none go with me, I still will follow. You tell me. There may be difficult times. There may not be a times that there will always be very affirming people around us, applauding us, encouraging us. But come that time, would you come to God and say, I'm going to be unreverent, unordained? No. But we dedicate God treasure it very much. He holds it in his hand. He says, mm, This is so precious to me. This is, this is I, will, I will guard this one has been dedicated to me jealously. Because we bind ourselves in a covenantal relation with God. Dedication in a covenantal relationships bind the parties of the covenant to each other. When we dedicate whatever it is, our lives, and the three things that we mentioned just now, to the Lord, the Lord take it very seriously, the Lord also come. You remember after the dedication of the temple or the consecration of the temple of, of Solomon, what happened? It was a glorious manifestation. It was the anointing of God, the glorious manifestation of the presence of God like never experienced and never witnessed before and after. Whoa, the presence of God came. You know, even the priests, the Levites who served in the temple, they were so slain in our today's terminology. They were prostrating before the ground. They could not get up. The glory of the Lord was so heavy. And they were lying on the floor. Why? Because the manifested presence of God is so undeniably heavy and real. And anybody who look at that, and all those who serve in the temple, cannot deny that God is here with us. Cannot deny the fact that Emmanuel, God is with us in this temple. Why? Because of the covenantal binding together. And God gave us His only begotten Son, His firstborn. He wanted to make sure that we got it. So He, he gave us Luke 2 22 to 24 talking about the dedication of Jesus, the presentation of Jesus in the temple as the firstborn. To make sure that we get it, He's our firstborn. He's my firstborn. He is the firstborn to the Lord. And He's wholly set apart for God's purposes. And that Son, He has given to us. In Colossians chapter 1, Verse 15 to verse 18. Let's read together. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For by Him all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible and invisible. 
whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things, and in him all things cons consist. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he may have the preeminence. God's firstborn, his firstborn, dedicated to God himself. He gave his very own so that he can bind himself to us in a covenantal commitment. Whatever is dedicated to God is protected by God because it becomes His. Some of you may not know this, uh, this uh, whole story about our daughter, Zechariah. Zechariah is our firstborn. Uh, she is our only child. She is also a result of us much praying from the Lord. And the Lord granted us this child, Zechariah, which means, by the way, God remembers. I. In, the, in the seventh year of our marriage between Fing and myself, the God, the, the, that the Lord blesses, the Lord blesses with this child. And uh, of course, she is our firstborn. Before she was born, we say, Lord, we're going to dedicate this child to you. And after she was born, we, we pray specifically. This is our firstborn. We're going to dedicate, it, dedicate her to you, dedicate this whole birth, this whole, this whole, you know, the whole experience to you and, and a whole life. And so, um, at the end of uh, 2018, uh, we, we sent her to Cardiff to study. Uh, sixth form and uh, and we brought her to a couple of churches to, to look at what kind of churches that she would like she liked a particular type of church right uh, very much like uh, Desert Stream you know the Holy Trinity Prompton type of church so so she she, 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 went, she went there so I discovered that from her place uh, where, where she stays going to the church if she would take a, a public transport on a Sunday you know it would take like Wow, 45 minutes because of the uh, buses that are not very regular. So she decided to walk. Every Sunday morning, she will walk to church 20 to 25 minutes, 20 minutes minimum. 25 minutes sometimes if it's bit, if the weather is too bad, then she will not go. If the weather is too bearable, she will go. So I say to my heart, one day I just realized that I said, in my whole life, I've never walked that long to church, even for me. You know? When I was studying, I go on motorbike to the church and I go right, right to the doorstep of the church and say, Hey, good morning, brother, good morning. <laughs> or I take a bus, the bus will stop right in front of, of, of the church. I walk, total walking distance, no more than 10 minutes. But she walked 20, 25 minutes to church. So I was very thankful and I prayed to the Lord. And one day I was, uh, we were in a uh, Coco Prayer Summit in the prayer meeting. I was leading the prayer meeting, giving thanks, giving, giving thanks to the Lord for that. And then I heard the Lord say to me that He says that you remember your dedication of Zachariah to me? I'm serious about that. Wow! 
my heart was like, wow. I'm serious about that dedication. I take that dedication very seriously. And so I watched over her. I watched over her. Because this year she, she gets into uh, London School of Economics, uh, staying in London and uh, going to her first year. So we, we have uh, prepared a sum of money for her education and looking into you know, four years ahead. And, and all work out, yeah, trying to make sure that we, we have the enough uh, money and kind of cash. So she applied for scholarship. She, she's a very sensible girl. She, she, she applied for scholarship. She traveled hard. She prepared. And uh, some of the big, big scholarship givers, uh, actually, either we missed the deadline, you know, the deadline was ridiculously early, or, or the one that she, she, uh, she, uh, she, uh, she tried didn't even give her the second email, you know, you know what I mean? <laughs> and, uh, and uh, she got fantastic results. She got, uh, if you can, uh, like out uh, of uh, uh, the four A's that she, she got if, uh, for, for A-levels, like a three A star and one A and things like that. So anyway, so we pray. So all of, uh, all of a sudden, there was, she got a call very miraculously because of time. I just wanted to uh, quicken it and shorten it a bit. And at a day that she would not be able to, she, in her normal practice, uh, in her normal uh, routine and schedule, she would not be able to pick up that call from her school. That is from London School of Economics. Now, because we were going somewhere and on the way back, and then uh, she was there, she was holding her phone. Her phone are always on silent mode, vibration mode, so vibrated in her hand. So she picked up her, her the phone. I was I was uh, fetching her. She was it was raining so heavily outside, and uh, then she started to talk talk for a long time. I said I tried to figure out like, who was she talking to? Her friend, her mom, you know, <laughs> or, or 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 one or one of you guys doesn't sound like any of the, any of the above. So what happened was this that she was she got a call from the London School of Economics uh, academic side. I said that we are setting up an interview for you with a scholarship giver from Malaysia, from a foundation. I look at this foundation, I never knew that it even existed. Right? I do the check, the background, I realized that where this foundation was started, started with Sabahan's money. Right? Giving scholarship away. So she set up a time of, uh, you know, interview on Monday, Zoom. Zoom meeting. Those days, the, the, in the time that she's still under MCO. So, okay, that, then the morning we leave her, or left her. Uh, she said, well, the, the interview is supposed to be half an hour. Oh, she was there for a mighty long time, for two hours, didn't come out. Hey, I said, what happened? They want to disturb her. After that, they said, oh, my interview started like 20 minutes into time because there was some technical issue. They started late. 20 minutes, they stopped. They said the next, next person is coming into the Zoom meeting room, right? So she waited until all the rest has been interviewed. She continued for another 10, 10 minutes. Can you imagine that? You know, 20 minutes and then one and a half hours later, another 10 minutes. So she, she finished the interview in the morning. In that evening, she got an email that she has received a scholarship. That all fees are being paid for with a stipend amount, with a bit of allowance as well. How did it happen? It happened all within three, three days. Four, three days. 
Friday, Saturday, Sunday, on Monday, on the fourth day. Interview in the morning, she got an offer. In the evening. Well, we praise God and we rejoice. During the course of that week, and I was praying, and the Lord says that I will take care of her because she's mine. Wow. You know, I'm, I was, of course, I'm very, Wing and I, we are very happy, we are very joyful, but it also dropped into my heart the seriousness uh, of what we dedicate to the Lord. Because the Lord once again says, very clearly, I remember you have consecrated this child, dedicated this child to me. And He said, She is mine. I will take care of her. My dear friends, what about your life? What about year 2021? Who does it belong to? I want to suggest to us that dedicate your new year of 2021, your children. Some of us are so worried about our children. Of course, we love our children. We, 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 want, them, we want the very best f- for them. Some of us, your parents, some of you have lost some good sleep at night over your children. As parents, well, we all do, for one reason or another. Maybe not necessarily for the bad reason. But nonetheless, it is something that we always, it will be, you know, a lot of, a lot of even Christians, the house of our faith, will, will, will center their whole life, uh, their working life, uh, their, their immigration plan, uh, to which country to go to, uh, center around their children and the children's education. Not all of us have that kind of options. Not all of us have, have that, kind of, uh, that kind of luxury to have a lot of things to choose to do with our children. But there's one thing, God is very fair. But it's one thing that we can all do as parents. We can give them to the Lord. We can place them in the hands of the Lord and say, that, thank you, Lord. I'm only steward for good gifts that come from you. Because the scripture said, children are rewards from the Lord. They are good gifts from the Lord. We are only steward. I want to acknowledge the true ownership of my children. It is the Lord's. They are the Lord's. Dedicate your new year, your children, and your bodies as temple of the Holy Spirit. If we dedicate our bodies to the temple of the Holy Spirit, treat your bodies like the temple of the Holy Spirit. Take great care that you will not allow any defilement that comes to this temple. If there's any defilement that comes to this temple, remember the dedication. If you are to make today, if you are convicted enough to make today, remember the dedication you make on the 3rd of January 2021, for year 2021. Dedicate your bodies, your life, your whole body, your spirit, soul, and physical body, your entire body, because we are, our body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is spirit, when He comes and fills us and dwells in us, He dwells in our spirit. He communes with our spirit. He connects with our spirit. That is the place where He will dwell. Offer and dedicate yourself, your bodies, as the temple of the Holy Spirit to the Lord, that you might enter into God's covenantal benefits. Some of us are worried about our finances. Dedicate it to the Lord. 
Does it mean that you don't do anything? It simply means that, Lord, I'm going to lean on you. I'm going to lean on you. Because this year, expect to hear the Lord saying, I will take care of that. I will take care of this one. That is mine. I heard that. I remember that. And I'm watching over you. I'm watching over your car. I'm watching over your house. I'm watching over all this. If we remind God, God, remember your covenant with us. He will come quickly. He will come very quickly into our territory, into our situation. I want to encourage us as uh, this coming Tuesday as we come together, it's a time of dedication. Time of saying goodbye, 2020, departing of the year. Some words may say, hey, this is not Feast of Tabernacles. Let me suggest to, to you that in the, in the, in the, within the, uh, with the Jewish tradition and culture, there are four New Years. We are not that bad. I mean, not bad, bad, bad. Lah, huh? We are not that, uh, not that much to consider. We have the, the, uh, our, you know, the, uh, our current New Year, our Chinese, you have Chinese New Year, right? In whatever culture you have, you have your cultural New Year. Most of us deal with two. But the Jewish people have four New Years, four different beginnings, four different heads, for four different purposes. So, we take the principle, that's how God honors covenant. And let's come together and ask the Lord to do that. This year, here at the first Sunday of the first Lord's Day of 2021, I declare to you, my dear friends, my dear brothers and sisters of the Desert Stream Anglican Church, this year shall be your year of redemption. I share much about what do I mean by redemption on Tuesday. I'm going to unpack it a little bit more in the coming weeks. Redeem means to unlock certain things. That which is locked away, which, is, which has our name on it, which is locked away. We redeem it, we take it back. We release it. In the year of redemption, it is that very thing that we need to enter into. And I sense that this is the, the, this is the way that the Lord wants want us to experience it that we may enter into. Let us pray. Let us this time come to the Lord and respond to the Lord accordingly. And dedicate your days. Dedicate your work. Dedicate your children, your bodies, your giftings to the Lord. This is the day determined to say, Goodbye, 2020 and beyond. This is the departing of the year. The choice is yours, my dear friends, my brothers and sisters in Christ. I can't make that choice for you. You can't make that choice for me. I can share with you the heart of God, but you've got to embrace that heart and you've got to let your heart decide what you want to do.